challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast. It's wonderful to have you with me where we try to coach men to greatness in about 10 minutes an episode. I want to answer in this episode a question that many of you ask me. Uh, you ask me constantly, and I certainly understand it, as you should, by the way, ask older, more experienced people about secrets, about tactics that allow us to have strong marriages. Many of you will catch me in an airport or you'll meet me after I speak or you'll talk to another older guy who's been around for a while who you know is passionate about uh, taking hold of great manhood and being a good and a godly and a righteous and a solid man. And you'll say, what, what, what's the secret? What's the one thing uh, that you've done that's made a big difference. Well, you're going to get many different answers, and uh, it all depends on the individual and what exactly we're talking about. But many of you have been asking me about marriage, and I want to tell you that there is uh, one tactic, one technique, one way of orienting to the battle for love that I think will really be helpful to you, and I'm going to describe it right now. I believe that one of the things a man must do in his mind, in his heart, if he's going to love well, if he's going to have a strong marriage, is he has to fight the battle of the negative narrative. What do I mean by that? As you love someone, as you live with them, as you live out the daily lives with all of its glory, but also its frustrations and disappointments, a a, a narrative begins to form in your brain, A, a story, a collection of sentences that describe the person you're trying to love. Now, the positives are obvious. They're beautiful. They're shapely. They, whatever it is, cook well. They're a fantastic homemaker. They're a wonderful mother. You know, they sing beautifully, whatever. You know, all the things you can imagine that might be positives. Those things sell themselves. What's going to kill you is not the positive stuff that you're very aware of. It's going to be the negative stuff that forms in your brain, the negative narrative. Because when you live with another human being, all human beings being flawed, no human beings being perfect, you will have negative facts about that person take up residence in your brain. It's just reality. People have their flaws. A woman might be beautiful, an amazing singer, amazing in public, unbelievable cook, be the biggest slob who ever walked the planet when it comes to her personal habits. I don't know. I've had men tell me that. Um, or she's an unbelievable flirt. And so you, you the, the husband's living in the constant fear and disappointment that she's going to run off and leave him and have an affair or what have you. You understand what I'm saying. There's a negative narrative that begins to form in the brain. And it's usually based on light evidence, little things, little indicators. But as it forms over time, it can become almost like a prosecutor in your brain prosecuting the person you're trying to love. Like I say, the positive things, they're obvious. They're there. They're, they're clear. They're, they're before your eyes. But the negative things form in your brain as though around a magnet. And then they begin to block the good and they begin to define and and take over the narrative that you have about this individual. So let's say a young man named Joe marries Susie and Susie's amazing and he loves her and they have a great beginning, beautiful wedding. And then they set up their domestic arrangement. They're both working and they're both taking responsibilities in the home, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But Susie has got some habits that just make him nuts. And uh, maybe he's surprised to find that he's starting to think she's lazy. Maybe he's surprised to find that, uh, you know, she's disorganized. 
Uh, maybe he's disgusted by the fact that she tends to, you know, sweep the clutter under the bed or under the rug, but never actually cleans the house or never actually, you know, has her closets in any kind of order. Or when her mother comes over, she makes everything look decent. But, but if you open that closet, you're going to be buried in the avalanche of junk that's built up over the last month. And so this negative narrative, uh, begins to form in his brain. She's really a slob. She's really deceptive. She's really this, she's really that you see how it forms. Well, what you've got to do is battle this not only in your head, but in what you affirm of Susie, of the person you're trying to love. And, you know, a good man uh, tries to help his wife, tries to love his wife and help her uh, achieve the things she's meant to achieve. And so, you know, if she's just living in constant clutter, she's she's troubled by that as well. So can you sit down and talk about it? Can you sit down and, and come up with strategies? Can you pull in and help? Can you be the one who cleans? Um, but what you want to do is keep that narrative from for, from forming in your brain. So. If Susie's my wife, if Susie is uh, the woman I'm married to, and I see that she's a bit disorganized and a bit of a slob, um, but she does other things well, I begin to affirm what I can of the things she does well. Honey, I'm amazed that you get so much done. You work a job, you, you come home, you do amazing things. Yeah, I'm not talking exactly about the negatives, uh, but I'm affirming what I can. I'm, I, I'm talking to her about the good things that she does. Um, I'm, not, I'm not lambasting her for the negative. And what I'm doing is fighting a narrative both that defines her life or could, uh, but that certainly is tempted to dominate my brain. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let my wife Susie the slob uh, form as a narrative in my brain. I'm gonna battle it. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work to help her. I'm gonna work to affirm what I can of the good things that she does. I'm gonna affirm everything I can without just lying and you know giving myself to complete BS. Uh, I'm gonna tell her she's amazing and that and that she is is just it's amazing stuff done. Can't believe what you do for me. Can't believe how much you contribute here. I can't just just so admire your gifts and doing a master's degree on top of all that. It's amazing. The house doesn't cave in, you know, I'm just, I'm just affirming everything I can. And then of course I'm doing what I can to help counter that trend in her life. You see what I'm doing? I'm fighting the narrative because if you let the narrative take root, if you let the negative narrative take root, it grows, it increases, it becomes the dominant thing. And that's why you see people who've been married for years. And when you ask them about each other, all they have is the negative narrative. Well, she's a mean old woman and she just, you know, she just sits around, doesn't do anything all day, watches soap operas and drinks white wine. And, and I'm telling you what, I'm working my backside off. You hear how the narrative forms? Well, that narrative formed early and it formed small and it formed around small things. And so someone let it grow. Someone let it dominate. Somebody let a negative narrative that could be challenged in the early days become the dominant narrative. So it's the main story the man has to tell 10, 15 years in, and it becomes a cancer that's eating the relationship. So there is a narrative that's always uh, attempting to form itself in your brain. And this is particularly true of men who have a stronger orientation in their aptitudes towards abstract thought. We've talked about this before. Men, women are dominant in all areas of aptitude except for two, abstract thought and aggression. And men can use that gift for abstract thought and aggression to help counter the narrative in their brains, but also change the reality that feeds the narrative so that you don't have this narrative, uh, this negative narrative forming in your mind. That's what 
often kills affection. It can happen, by the way, not just in your relationship with your spouse, but in your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your boss, your company, your church, your God, for that matter. Negative narratives form. And you've got to be aware of what you're thinking. You've got to be aware of what narratives are taking dominance in your brain and combat them. I'm not going to believe negative things about my wife. If there's a challenge, we'll work it through. I'm going to affirm the positive. I'm going to love what I can, what I, what I can love. I'm going to tell her how amazing she is. Uh, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to say, man, is there some way that I can help us with this one area uh, that I know has got to be a challenge for you too? I'm going to pick up more stuff. I'm going to be involved. I'm going to invest. I'm going to try to completely obliterate a negative narrative that might be forming in my brain, whatever it might be. And for those of you who are newly married, and a lot of you write me and talk to me, uh, for those of you who are newly married, it's for, it starts forming almost immediately. I don't mean dark and negative and evil stuff. I just mean narratives start to form. You're getting to know each other. The concrete's wet. Uh, the story's yet unwritten. And so you've got to make sure that the narrative is positive. And by the way, you ought to celebrate that positive narrative of your spouse as much as you can. You introduce them to somebody and say, isn't she amazing? Uh, isn't, she, isn't she pretty? And I got to tell you what, she just the other day won an award at work and you can't believe how gifted she is. It's amazing what she gets done, that kind of stuff, whatever is positive, you know, um, and celebrate that narrative and keep that positive narrative going. And then if there is a negative narrative, narrative, narrative that's starting to form, ask yourself if it's real and then attack it and then deal with it. Affirm, affirm your way out of it, ch- change habits to, to change it, help, help her overcome that area, but don't sit back critically, watch it, let that negative narrative deepen. Uh, and then become the dominant narrative of your relationship. Our relationships are, in essence, a battle of narratives. And we can craft those narratives. We can change those realities. We can change the way we orient to those people. We can change what gets emphasized. And as you can imagine, over time in relationships, people tend to fall off the positive and they tend to emphasize the negative more and pretty much the negative narrative begins to dominate. So what's my main tactic? For a strong marriage, there are many of them, of course, but one of them is fight the battle of the narrative. As a Christian, I believe the flesh, the devil, the world plants stuff in our brains negatively about those we're supposed to love well, wives, children, etc. People were our band of brothers, people we're meant to walk with, and we've got to fight the battle of the narrative. So, so beware the negative narrative forming in your brain, affirm and bless and honor your way out of it, change habits, change tactics, pitch in, uh, carry loads, um, affirm, 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 celebrate, 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 win the battle of the narrative, change the negative narrative to a positive narrative and let your home and your marriage be dominated by positive narratives. Don't gripe, don't bellyache, don't bitch. Don't complain. Never complain to anybody else about your spouse. I mean, unless you're in an emergency kind of situation. And fight the battle of the narrative. Men, we are uniquely gifted for this because of that ability we have for abstract thought and aggression. This is one of the keys of how we love well. And this is one of the arts of great manhood. To join the great man movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.